Hey, welcome back to another lesson in the Flamingo Advantage Framework. I'm going to be sharing with you in this one all about non-negotiables. These are the things in our business that we don't want to ever give up on. These are the boundaries that keep us in line in order to know what these non-negotiables are to determine those, set those in place. You first need to do the core values work. So if you have not done the core values lesson, please go back and dig into the core values and be clear on that because the core values will help to set the non-negotiables. And that is what is going to help to give you protection and allow you to grow better in your business. So the non-negotiables framework here, there are four areas in which we want to look at our non-negotiables. The first one is our ethics or our values based. And again, this is why those core values are so important. The second one is our schedule. The third one is personal preferences. And the last one is policy. And so here's the thing that you need to be thinking about. I'm going to give you some examples that are mine, but those are mine. They're not just because I give them as an example does not mean they need to be yours. They may need to be yours or they may not need to be yours. These are things that you get to decide as the CEO of the business that God has entrusted to you to steward and to grow on his behalf. What are the best non-negotiables that you need to have in place for your business, for the thing that God is doing through you? And so when we look at these, we want to list the things that we must do the things that we always want to do, as well as those things that we might not want to do. These are the things that under no circumstance do we want to do those things. So when you look at this, here's the examples that we're giving under the ethics or the values-based non-negotiables. Number one, I will not lie for a client. I don't believe that is something that I should do for, for myself or for anyone else. And it's not something that I'm willing to do for a client. I won't cover for them. I won't lie for them. I will not help a business grow that is doing illegal work. <laughs> that makes me liable. I will not host my events on Sundays. I have done that in the past. Uh, and we occasionally will do a piece of a training or a short class or something, but I will no longer do those all day events on Sundays so that myself and others who want to honor that day are able to do that. Under schedule wise, I don't work before lunch on Mondays. My brain doesn't work good early in the morning. Mondays, we're trying to get reoriented after a weekend. Uh, it just works better for me not to have any business demands, any work activities on my schedule before lunch on Monday. I also try to keep Friday as free as possible. I could have put on here, Wednesdays are my client days. That could shift from season to season or quarter to quarter, depending on what we've got going on in our business. But in general, I keep one day as primarily client days. And my assistant knows if she's going to schedule me to meet with someone, it needs to be on the client day, if at all possible. And so those are some schedule non-negotiables that we've created, again, to guard our time, to help us do better the things that we're going to do. Because if I've got a client here in an hour to work and another client. And then tomorrow I've got a class that I've got to teach and then a client, and then I've got class I've got to attend it. Like you just get, your brain has to switch gears so many times. You can't ever fully focus and dive in and do the deep work. And so by establishing those non-negotiables around my calendar time, it allows me to be fully present, dive in deep with what I'm doing. And then also on the times when I'm not working to dive in deep with what I'm doing and be fully present to who I am with and what I'm doing there. Under the personal side, there's some personal non-negotiables that I have. I no longer take one-on-one -on -one clients, at least for this season right now. And here again, this is an important point. Your non-negotiables can shift over time, but make sure that they shift not just for personal gain, but that they shift as you're leaning into the Holy Spirit's 
leading again as him as the owner what does he want from me what does he want our boundaries our non-negotiables to be and so for right now i am more effective in my business if i don't take those one-on-one clients because that clogs up my schedule and doesn't allow me to do the marketing that's going to get in the larger amounts of people into the program so that we can help more and more people our goal is to impact hundreds of thousands of people with this business and to do that i've got to be able to put my time where i've got focus on the growth and i can't do that if I'm tied up with so many one-to-one clients. And so for right now, we don't do the one-on-one coaching. I also have determined I don't want to take on any whiny or excuses clients. You know, the ones who always have a reason why anything you suggest won't work, who are not willing to be open-minded and try something or try something again in a different way. The ones who are always whining about why it's so rough and why they can't and why they whatever. That is a scarcity mindset. And by the time I'm diving in deep to work with a higher ticket client, I need them to have a growth mindset. If I'm going to get results with them, they have got to be the kind of person who is motivated, who is open, who is willing to put the effort in. If if they're just looking for somebody else to blame it on so that they don't have to do the work, that is not a right fit for me and where I do my best work. And so it would be unfair even to bring on a client who is that way, because I know I'm not going to be able to get them the results that they could get if they had already done that mindset work and gotten to that level where they were willing to be self-accountable and willing to move forward. I also don't do work for my clients. This is a coaching program. Our master mind is a mastermind program. It's not an agency. It's not a service. And so while I understand and can teach the strategy around why you want to do things a certain way, I can teach the strategy around the overall goal and the steps to get there. I can understand how things are connected, even tech-wise. I'm not the person that's going to dive in and do that work for my clients. I think it's important for business owners to understand as the strategy and the how-tos so that they can eventually get to the point where they can hand off that work to someone else and be able to focus in on what their genius zone is. My genius zone is teaching. My genius zone is the instruction and the encouraging and the making things simple for people. And I would do my clients a disservice if I did all the work for them. And so that is one of the personal boundaries that we put in place that we are very clearly a coaching program or a mastermind facilitator. We are not an agency or a service provider. Now within some of our packages, we may offer a certain service that is provided as part of the package. But in the majority of those cases, it's not Katie doing the work. It's someone on my team or or someone that we've brought in as a partner in that package to be able to provide that service as a part of the whole that we're offering. Now, I also love creating a safe space in my communities. I love to be able to shepherd in a a true sense of the word, the people who are there. I love to see them grow and connect as a community. I love to see them build an identity. People like us do things like this. I love to see them caring for one another. And it's on me to create that kind of community among the people that I'm serving and in my programs. And so I have determined that while I cannot make them be friends with one another, I can't force anyone to have a relationship or a friendship with someone. I can't force them to even like each other, but I can enforce that everyone here will respect one another and will speak kindly to one another. 
I don't allow gossip. I don't allow backbiting. I don't allow disrespect. That is not the kind of people that we work with. We work with people who exude the kindness of Christ. We work with people who are willing to set differences aside in order to love and encourage one another. And we want to be able to foster that within our community. And so that is one of my personal non-negotiables that you don't have to be friends with the others in the group but you absolutely have to respect them and speak with kindness when you're in this program. Then the other one under the policy quadrant here are non-negotiables around policies. At the beginning of our business, we gave scholarships. We no longer do that. Way back a decade or more ago, I was just trying to get anyone I could into the program, get, get people into the program. And what I found was the people who received our programs for free were the ones who often didn't show up, who didn't come to class, who something else always got to be more important. They weren't showing up. They weren't doing the work because they didn't pay. They didn't pay attention. They had no skin in the game. It wasn't important to them and they didn't show up for themselves and get that transformation. So while we do offer sometimes scholarships when we can, we don't ever offer hundred percent scholarships because we want our clients to have skin in the game. We want them to value what they have. And that is the advice that I give to my people as well. I also have the belief that my mastermind clients, the ones who ascend into our highest level offering of our peer mastermind have to be our right fit client. They need to have been in our world for some amount of time. They need to have come through some of what we teach and feel that they are in alignment with those beliefs and those, those motivational pieces, the frameworks that are foundational to everything that we do. Again, why? Because the people who are in that smaller group at that higher level have more access to me, have more access to one another. And it's important that we establish a strong foundation, if you will, a common ground from which we can then come together and work to support one another. Our mastermind clients are all by application only. We only take people in it a couple of times a year. And we have to be sure, partly through that application, partly through the onboarding process, we have to make sure that they're a good fit for the community because we don't want to bring someone in just because it's another body who can pay us. We want to bring them in because they're a good fit and because they're going to be a benefit to the group. And this is also part of why when people join our flamboyance program in the onboarding process, we ask them what they have to contribute to the group. You're here and you're expecting to learn, but we also are expecting from you something that you're able to contribute back to the group. What gifts or talents or expertise do you bring to the table that is going to be a benefit to the others in the community? And we want to be sure that those are people who are willing to not just absorb and sponge it all in, but also to give back to some degree. Because while we are providing the training for a fee, we are also building a community of Christ following people in business so that we can strengthen one another so that together we can be better so that this light as it comes together can shine brighter. And so once again, while you don't have to have all of the same non-negotiables as I do, those are some examples for you in each of those four quadrants for you to think about. Take some time, do the homework, dig in, talk to your owner, talk to your God, talk to your spouse or your business partner. If you have one, maybe you want to bring it up as a team activity and try to decide together what are our non-negotiables? What are those things that we absolutely must do as in the application process for our mastermind? What are the things that we absolutely refuse to do as in the 100% scholarship that we do not do? And outline those things because here again, these are your guiding principles. This is going to be one of the things that guides your company to growth, that guides your business to growth is by knowing where you stand. And what this does is it takes away the danger of when something comes up, 
your heart's all, you know, into the story and into the hardship. And I want to help. And, you know, God put me here to help people. And yes, he did, but you can't give away the farm. And if you give it all away, those people are not going to appreciate it in the same way as if they had invested to get that solution themselves for themselves. And so here again, this is going to help to protect you and to protect the business that you're building, to protect the testimony of what you are building so that you can continue to give honor and glory to the one who owns this business. If you've got a question or comment, leave it down below. I'll be happy to answer for you. We'll see you in the next lesson.